Hey folks, Randy Newberg here. Gonna do another bonus podcast brought to you by the Go Hunt Insider. Go to the GoHunt.com website, sign up for the Insider, use promo code Randy, and get a $50 gift card. Mostly we're gonna talk about Alaska today. And the reason being is the Alaska deadline is December 15th of 2020. Uh, 5 p.m. Alaska Standard Time. Okay? And... We're going to talk about Alaska because there's some really, really cool hunts. It should be part of your strategy if you have moose or black bear, possibly caribou, possibly, well, the list goes on and on of things as options that are, to me, they're dream hunts. And the logistics of Alaska are more complicated than sometimes we think. And they're less complicated than some might think. And yeah, there's some cost, but most of the Alaska hunts that we're talking about, for someone who lives in the lower 48, these are dream hunts. These are like once in a lifetime. So uh, I think anybody interested in hunting cool landscapes for amazing species, experiencing a true hunting culture, almost a subsistence culture, Alaska has so much to offer. And it's not that expensive to apply, not that expensive from a, a uh, tag standpoint. I mean, there are other states in the lower 48 that will charge you way more than what Alaska charges you. So I uh, want to thank the, the companies that make this podcast possible, uh, loophole.com. Uh, go there, find out about this great company called Loophole. Those rifle scopes you see at the gold ring. Uh, they do so much for public lands, for conservation, for hunting, for shooting. Uh, Nosler.com. You'll learn a lot about the Nosler family story out there. Uh, both Leupold and Nosler are family-held companies, been around for a long time, providing amazing products for those of us who hunt and shoot. And they support the groups that are out supporting us. Uh, Wild Alaska Seafood Box. How fitting that this podcast is about Alaska. And we got our buddy John over at the wildalaskaseafoodbox.com who can get you amazing Alaska seafood to your doorstep. Just go there. When you sign up for one of his subscriptions, use promo code Randy and you'll get scallops for life. And then we have Mystery Ranch Packs. Uh, You see us use them. You know we've talked about them forever. Um, If you want to save some money on your Mystery Ranch Pack, go to the Go Hunt Gear Shop. When you check out, any item that is a non-sale item, in other words, a not discounted item, most items you put in your your cart, you're going to get 10% off when you check out and use promo code Randy at the Go Hunt Gear Shop. So, Mystery Ranch Packs are one of those items that you should go over there and look for. Um, but let's talk about Alaska. Um, first thing, like I said, the deadline is December 15th. Also know that you have to buy an upfront uh, hunting license. Um, That cost, they doubled it a few years back. It's now $160 of uh, just, it's a sunk cost. So you're going to incur that just to apply. And then for each application you make for most species is five bucks. And if you apply for bison and muskox, each application you make is 10 bucks. So the a lot of people are going to say, well, Randy, I need a guide to hunt Alaska. No, nope. you need a guide 
If you're going to hunt doll sheep, you need a guide. If you're going to hunt any of the brown bears, i.e. coastal brown bears or grizzly bears, and you need a guide if you're going to hunt mountain goats. But if you're going to hunt moose, bison, musk ox, uh, Roosevelt elk, Sitka blacktail deer, caribou, black bear, wolf, wolverine, none of those do you need a guide for. And a lot of people are under the misconception that, oh, Alaska, I got to have a guide. Well, there's only three species where you need a guide. Um, and if you're lucky and you have a second kindred, you got to look up what that means under the Alaska law. It doesn't mean cousins or uncles or aunts or whatever. It's pretty, pretty well defined there. If you have second removed kindred, you can have them be your guide and you don't have that guide requirement and you will save a whole lot of money. Um, so, uh, before we get into the, the details of how the draw works and stuff, understand that Alaska, the majority of really good hunts in Alaska are just general hunts. You don't have to draw to have some amazing hunts in Alaska. Some of the biggest moose, biggest sheep, they are shot in units that don't have a special draw. The, the, some of the biggest caribou. It's, uh, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> most people think, oh, if, if it's a hunt that isn't in the limited entry draw, it's not worth looking at. No, look at all these other hunts in Alaska also, the, just the over-the-counter general hunt. So, um, here's some things about their draw. They have no point system. So once you apply, don't think you're getting some return on your investment, uh, to, to get the, uh, the bonus point or the preference point because they don't have that. Um, a few years ago, they started this interesting thing where for each species, you can purchase six applications. So I'm going to say, all right, for moose, you can make a certain moose hunt your application number one, a different moose hunt, application number two, or you can make all six of your choices the same hunt. And so you go into the draw and they pick the lowest of your six, if you do all six. They, they all right, what is the lowest random number one of your applications got? And that's what you go into the draw with. So it's weird. It's like I'm applying for the same hunt six times. Yep. What that does is like buying six raffle tickets. So uh, it's, uh, that's how you got to do it. And the, some people don't realize that. And I almost shouldn't tell everybody that because those of us who do realize it benefit from the fact that some don't realize it. Uh, so... Once you once the draw is announced, you've already drawn your or, or bought your non-resident license. You've paid your application fees. The draw comes out this year. What's it going to be? February something. Uh, it's always like the third week in February. Um, I'm looking at there. Go to the Alaska Game and Fish website and download the draw supplement. Um, it has all of the 
all the deadlines, everything else. Yeah, here it says draw results will be announced by the third Friday in February. So the application period opened November 1st and ends December 15th of 2020. Now understand for some of the black bear hunts, if you're going to hunt spring black bear, the, you're, you're drawing a tag for a season that starts July 1st and runs till the next June 30th or the black bear license year. So the people who are applying right now, these are for the spring black bear tags of the spring of 2022. Yeah, you're applying 16, 18 months in advance for those black bear hunts if you're a spring black bear hunter. Now, all the other species, they're for the hunts this fall. Moose and goat, sheep, caribou, all that stuff. Um, so there's, there's another, you know, a lot of states have special rules for how you can return a tag or whatever. Alaska, that really doesn't come into play because if you draw a tag, or I think they call them permits in Alaska, you have to go buy what they call a locking tag before you before you can hunt. So that locking tag is what costs the big amount of money. You don't get charged for that in the draw. You get charged for it when you buy. So if for some reason something comes up, like this year COVID came up, and so many people couldn't go on their hunts because Alaska had these really restrictive travel orders. Well, they didn't have to worry about refunding their, their fees because most people hadn't bought their locking tags until they were getting ready to go. Um, so it's a little bit weird if, if you, you don't have to return your tag. You just don't buy your locking tag. So... Um, it's, it's kind of weird. Um, the other thing Alaska has is, and I'm going to look at the fee schedule here for each of the species on the draw supplement, but you can use a higher price tag for a lower price species. So in 2020, Marcus and our crew, he drew a limited entry moose tag. You saw that on our YouTube channel. He went up there. A moose tag costs 800 bucks. Well, in November, he went back up to film a couple of our friends doing a Sitka blacktail hunt. Well, he didn't have to buy a deer tag for $300 because he didn't punch his moose tag. So I already had the locking tag for moose, which cost $800. So when he went on the deer hunt, he was allowed to use his moose locking tag on a deer because the deer is a less expensive species. Alaska is the only state I know of that allows you to do that. So uh, it's, it's really interesting how, how each state comes up with some of these things. And uh, Alaska's way of doing it is, is interesting. I'll just call it that. Um, now, if you're going to hunt uh, and, and apply for some of the limited entry mountain goat, uh, brown bear, grizzly bear, or doll sheep, you have to actually have your outfitter contract in place and signed and the outfitter number ready at the time that you apply uh, for those uh, hunts. So they, the reason being is they don't want everybody applying and then they 
draw some of these highly coveted tags and then they're like, oh, I don't think I can afford to go now. Um, they want people to already be on the hook. So, uh, but that said, um, like I said earlier, there, I see some of the sheep that are shot in Alaska that are shot in general units. <laughs> There's some dandies. So if you have a way to go on a sheep hunt, and not have to go to one of the draw units. You just book with your outfitter and you go. You might have a great hunt. Um, and the same with moose. Some of the best moose in Alaska every year come out of units that aren't limited entry draw. Um, and so one of the things I'm looking at this year, I'm looking at the, the moose quotas. I'm looking at the uh, uh, quotas for the black bear. And... Some of them, the quotas are down this year, not really for moose, but for black bear uh, and uh, brown bear. The the quotas are down. And the reason being is this year they allowed people, because of the COVID travel restrictions, a lot of the spring hunts had people blocked out. In other words, you can't go because of the COVID travel. Well, a lot of those folks had the opportunity to roll those tags over to the next draw cycle, i.e. the draw cycle we're entering right now. And so they, the state of Alaska said, all right, we're going to take that out of the quota for the upcoming year. So like Prince of Wales spring hunt. Last year, they issued 170 tags. This year, they're own, they're, this is for black bear. The spring black bear hunt on Prince of Wales will only have 51 tags available to non-residents this year. The reason being is of the 170 non-residents from last year who drew, who couldn't go on the spring hunt, all but 51 of them wanted to roll their tag to the upcoming cycle. So what's that? 119 people. Is that right? Yeah. 119 people who drew in last year's cycle rolled their tag over to the upcoming draw cycle. So Alaska knocked the quota down by 119. So your draw odds for some of these hunts in Alaska are going to be a lot harder this year than they were last year. And the, let's see, the QU tag, usually they give away 50 this year, they're only giving away 11 because 39 people rolled their tag over to next year. Uh, Kupernoff, Black Bear, 100 people last year. This year, only 31 because 69 people rolled their tag over. Um, and you see this with a lot of the, the haunts in Alaska. The, the ones, at least, that had spring seasons that got canceled because of COVID travel restrictions. If you're applying for those, just... <laughs> know that things are going to be different this year. Um, but the beauty of Alaska is if you buy this upfront license of 160 bucks, you with even if you aren't going with the guide requirement, you can apply for moose, you can apply for bison, muskox, Roosevelt elk. There are no limited entry hunts for Sitka blacktail. You just go over the counter. 
You can apply for the few caribou limited entry hunts. You can apply for the limited entry black bear hunts. Or for caribou and black bear, there's tons of hunts in the state that you don't even have to draw for. You just go. You, you go by your, you've got your non-resident license, you go by your locking tag, and off you go. So, um, it's, <laughs> it's remarkable that we are able to go to Alaska. And, yeah, it's not cheap, but it, if you pool together with a couple other hunters, uh, say you're going to drive or say you're going to pitch in and rent a rig or rent a boat or a transporter and split that costs, all of a sudden your costs get a lot more reasonable. So um, if, if, if you have these as a dream hunt, I would suggest that you, you go do it. Just go and do it. You won't regret it. I've hunted Alaska been very fortunate have family that lives up there um i've hunted it for brown bear for black bear for doll sheep uh for moose um just just go do it if you can um and here's here's another strategy approach to alaska is if you know you're going up this fall hunting caribou and say you're going to go up and you're going to hunt what they call the hall roll the Hall Road goes from Fairbanks up to the North Slope, and most of it is archery-only hunting within five miles of the Hall Road. If you're going to go do that, and you're already going to be buying a license to be in the game for that, well, why not pay the five bucks and apply for bison or apply for one of the special caribou hunts or one of the elk tags or something else. It's, it's a way to get more value out of your investment that you make in that non-resident license. So, um, anyhow, the idea of these, since Alaska doesn't have a point system, we don't have to spend a ton of time going through some elaborate scheme. I just want people to know that Alaska has so much opportunity, such amazing hunting. Yeah, the logistics are complicated, but the logistics are complicated even for residents of Alaska. Everyone thinks that Alaska is an easy place to hunt if you're a resident. Well, there aren't very many roads in Alaska. Most residents are either they have a boat, they have a plane, or they're hiring a boat or a plane because they want to get away from the crowds near the roads. And Alaska's get after it. <laughs> Those folks are serious about getting back, way back in the middle of nowhere. Um, but even for them, the logistics of getting back in the middle of nowhere costs the same as it does for us. So the difference between hunting Alaska as a resident and a non-resident from a cost standpoint is it costs us a little more to get there. We got to fly up there. It costs us a little more to get our meat back. Uh, and our tag prices are different. But as far as all the other costs and logistics, it's the same. Um, so make sure you don't miss the deadline. December 15th, 2020. Uh, you'll find out sometime in uh, third, what did I say? third Friday in February, at least before then. Um, and there's a, out on Go Hunt. Uh, com. They have a strategy article that goes into way more detail than what I've covered here. Um, go out there and read that strategy article. And I'm, I suspect 
it will pique your interest about what what options are out there for you in Alaska that you always thought was maybe an unattainable dream. And those of you who know the, the great uh, hunting in Alaska and how attainable it is, some of you are saying, shut up, Newberg. We don't need more people to know about this. Um, but part of our goal is to create advocates for the cause of public land hunting. And so that's why we provide this information. And we provide these podcasts we're able to do it courtesy of our friends at Go Hunt. So if you want to go sign up for the Insider, um, it'll be some of the best money you spend. Use promo code Randy and you'll get a $50 gift card when you do that. But don't miss the deadline. December 15th. Thanks for listening. Stay healthy. Stay happy. And make sure you got a good plan to go hunting this fall. Next fall. Fall of 2021. Take care.